0: Hello, UN Syrian Human Rights Observatory.
1: Hi, this is Ben from Minnesota. Uh,
0: g- good evening, Ben. How are you, brother? What, what can we do
1: for you? I'm here to help with you with the Syrian crisis. It's been far too long that the Syrian people have suffered without even the most basic of human rights. Y- you're right, brother.
0: It is truly a catastrophic situation in our homeland. I'm glad the people of Minnesota have taken notice and have chosen to help us.
1: Exactly. So tell me, what's your soccer league structure and how can we reestablish promotion and relegation?
0: Promotion and relegation
1: Yes, as i said on Twitter this past weekend Promotion and relegation is one of the most basic human rights Once it's established in Syria You boast a human rights record that's even better than America's
0: Brother, I'm, I'm not sure Listen brother, how about a small donation, eh? Of food perhaps Maybe, Maybe blankets Or perhaps a simple monetary donation
1: No! All my money will be used for the plane
0: The plane? To fly us food and blankets, yes
1: No, silly, I plan to circle around an obscure stadium in Minnesota for about half an hour carrying a promotion and relegation related message. It's so rewarding to fight for human rights.
0: Coming to you from the Twin Cities, this is Tough Cost. And welcome to Tough Cost by two United fans. This is Notch. And this is Colin. And Caleb. And boy, do I feel alive it's episode 65. This is Tough Cost 3.0, boys. <laughs> Tough Cost 1.0 was with Kyle Schlintz. Our exciting beginning. We were so excited. And then we had Tough Cost 2.0 with Jeff when we had, uh, allowed Shivas USA into the podcast. Oof. A big mistake for, for the for the very, podcast. Very yeah, very dark days. W-
2: was Kyle 2.5? Something like that? Maybe Kyle like-
0: Lasson? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was 2.5. Essentially, he midwifed to <laughs> 3.0 uh, kyle the doula kyle the doula exactly and so now we're back we're bigger we're blacker we are um better take that jeff
1: um yeah so so who are you guys uh i'm caleb olson uh i'm a dark cloud i've been my first game was a Swansea game i was brought to me bandwagon fan <laughs> Kind of, I mean yeah, kind of. I mean Old right after fan. that they announced MLS, so yeah, I jumped on the bandwagon. But I did it at a time where it was like I couldn't be talked to as a non-band bandwagon fan. About um, well, five years from now, you're gonna be there. I was there from the beginning, guys. I, I will not be that person. I'm not going to be a Seattle Seahawks fan currently. So <laughs> sure you won't. Sure you won't. won't. I'll, I'll, I'll be. I've been there since NASL, but that's it. I won't feel like, I remember the Thunder because I don't. I really, I really don't. I vaguely remember the
2: Thunder, at least. Um, I got into... My name's Colin O'Donnell, by the way. Um, I got into Minnesota various teams kind of around 2011. Just a solid year. Um, that was actually the same year I moved from Minnesota to Arizona. and That makes perfect sense. You move away and become a fan of a
0: Minnesota soccer
1: yeah, I needed... die in need, the heat.
2: Yeah, I needed something to... Time me back home and i figured i might as well pick the soccer team that nobody knows if it'll exist next year so Uh, yeah Yeah. natural choice exactly yeah good choice yeah Yeah, yeah. so but yeah i got a little bit heavier into it when i moved back in 2014 um spent way too much money on tickets in 2015 got season tickets for the first time this past year
0: yes Pick two bandwagon. No, I'm just
2: kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> kidding, kidding. No, I, I joined. I joined in 2013, so um, I'm the OG here, and that makes us the most pathetic uh, set of podcasters this side of Minnesota. <laughs> uh, but hey, I'm really glad you guys are here, and um, we're gonna try to keep doing this with three people from now on. the The problem that's gonna come up, and I'll just be upfront to our listeners: is I have to actually leave down for about a month Ooh. next week. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna have an interesting time having this podcast for next month. Um, the The plan is to keep going this way, and, and hopefully it'll work. Plan is also to do Tuesdays as much as we can, so we will be shifting back to earlier in the week um starting today but let's dive in folks what do we what do we have for n e s l news this week um sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows.
1: yeah, why do I think it's gonna be exactly the opposite of that because not. The USL would destroy the NASL. Don. <laughs>
0: yeah, big bad USL, huh? It's gonna huff and puff and blow the NASL away. Who says so? Uh, so midfield press came out with a What a shitty site. I wonder who started that place.
2: <laughs> yeah, notch. What what what's up with that? Anyway, so it was actually a really good analysis. The too long didn't read version. As the USL goes for Div2 sanction, which they've been pushing for over the last Mm -hmm. god knows how long, Um, it's going to accelerate the move towards investment in USL as a route to MLS, establishing a good soccer market, as opposed to teams going directly into NASL, having a little bit more cachet, going for bigger players. So they're just going to attract
0: more investment from potential team owners.
2: Yeah, but not towards the NASL. Right, the problem, away
0: from the NASL. Yeah.
2: Right, yeah. So the big thing is that the USL seen as much of a lower-cost option. You tend to have lower player salaries just because you're not bringing in big names, even mm-hmm. mid-sized names, guys who were maybe losing out on MLS. The other side is that when you have some of those guys coming from MLS clubs on loan, especially if you have some of those... Kind of player development deals, it tends to be a little more advantageous for the USL owner, just because you don't have to shell out as much for payroll. Along with that, you don't have to shell out maybe as much for a coaching staff. It's not as much of a priority to build an academy. So as a result, some of the teams like Nashville, San Antonio, Detroit, all Mm -hmm. of these markets have had groups that NASL were really trying to keep either interested in joining the league, or in the case of San Antonio, they keep had them keep yeah, in the yeah. league. Yeah, keep them in the league in the first place. Instead, They're dark
0: they, rivals. Right. So, I mean, to me, you're you're right in that. Yeah, the the MLS uh, affiliation definitely adds a bit more legitimacy to USL uh their conference structure means that there could theoretically be lower travel costs that's a big one too yeah yeah the low payroll thing is correct but to me you know what's going to happen to all these guys in nasl who are making more than usl even before the inflated paychecks of this year but just weren't good enough to be in mls you know like there's a niche market and if usl if they say that this is d2 where do these guys go like does usl salaries rise and then there's an opening for Maybe USL splits into two and does a D3? That's that's something that a lot
2: of people are discussing. I think as far as the NASL guys going down to USL if the apocalypse happens to NASL, I think you're right. There are going to be some guys that are making more than what USL guys are making right now. That's probably just going to happen anyway, though.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I do think that NASL has screwed up pretty big time. You know, two oh, yeah. years ago, I spoke to Neil Malone, who told me that, you know, NASL is only five years old. We're young league. We are being careful about expansion. That's what Commissioner Bill Peterson said. And, you know, I bought it. And I said, yeah, these guys are working really hard to, like, make it sustainable. Unfortunately, USL kind of went full steam ahead uh, and just kind of, Started expanding everywhere. Their deal with MLS was a really wise decision for them, and and it's really added a lot. So what happened to NASL is they decided to really speed up and start pushing through these expansions that have um, short time frames, like uh, Puerto Rico, Rio, which is just kind of being rushed out the door. And and Rio is a great example because they went kaput in the last week. Since <laughs> I think our last episode was two weeks ago, it just went kablooey. Uh, the, the people operating the team on the ground, sold out strategies, walked out coach Alan Marcina left. Uh, there's just a lot of rumors about the Spanish ownership, trying to slash costs, trying to like get players to bus to all their games. That's madness. This isn't freaking Europe guys. Not- I mean,
2: don't get me wrong. I would love to see a bus go from Oklahoma city to Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, do you guys know those duck boats? Those things that yes. they have at, like, the Wisconsin Hills, <laughs> New Orleans. I wonder if they have, like, a seafaring range of... How far is it from Florida to Puerto Rico? Like, <laughs> 600 miles, something like
1: that. Easy peasy, man. Yeah, it's good. Depending on the season, how the season ends up for Ryo, we might get a Major League-esque vid- uh, movie about them about five years. Right, exactly. The plane with the, the, the little the bus with a little scissor tail on the front going to Puerto Rico somehow. <laughs> i'd love to see that uh,
0: or, or we'll get, just get like a the the sequel to euro trip and it's, <laughs> <laughs> and it's these guys. Uh, oh my god uh-huh. yeah it's it's i mean it's it's be- like everything about rio to me was looking good and you know with the results they, they were the one expansion team that was doing really well mm-hmm. and then they just blew it and this presser guy that the spanish owner needs to get his head checked uh, with with the stuff that he's doing, I am now like they got a new coach. His name is Gerard Noose. He's um a, a dude who's had some experience in Europe, and I believe he was last in like South America somewhere. Yeah.
2: No, he was um he was one of the assistants under Avram Grant in the Ghana national team. Right, oh, right, right. And right, then right, he's right, also right. been in the Africa. yeah he's been in the uh, backroom staffer viacano uh, for the last like a year or two something Mm -hmm. like that
1: previously they had a bunch of English teams uh, Liverpool Sheffield Wednesday I believe oh of course say no more now that you've mentioned
0: the English Premier League Sheffield Wednesday is so much better than
1: Sheffield Tuesday if you ask me
0: (laughs) (laughs) so we'll see what this guy can do I mean they did draw the cosmos so uh, Mr. Bag of Bones did score but um, I I don't know we love to just see what happens the likelihood of them existing past this year is about close to zero but here's the problem NASL needs a team in the central time zone next year and Minnesota United is now going 2017 yes. be there Hersha, next stop MLS 8 19, 0, 16. Ah! <laughs>
1: So, <laughs> I think it's right. important to point out for Ryo uh, their parent club Ryo Vaitano got relegated last year yeah. so that money from the Liga BBVA is not there anymore right and that might be uh, leading to this team folding in the near future hopefully it doesn't for NSL's sake but It's not looking good for Ryo KC. Yeah, I
2: I would almost hedge towards them being in the league next year, just not with Baikano as the ownership. Simply because, again, they need an additional team in the central time zone just
0: to make sure that they can
2: hold on to their Division Two status.
0: So basically, I can't believe it's not Rio KC playing in ASL. <laughs> I mean, it's worth noting that Commissioner Bill Peterson did say they're talking to other groups from the Midwest. Chicago's update is that they're not going to be playing until 2018. So we will see. Uh, Midfield Press actually does a great, I think it's like weekly or monthly, update on all the expansions across all the leagues in uh, North America. So check that out. My old site doing doing a good job of, of uh, keeping... I was updated. Hey, speaking of uh, things going kablooey, by the way, um, Tony Miola finally went kablooey at Jacksonville Armada. I've been waiting for this for a long time. He was atrocious. His hiring was questionable because he'd never had a position before, but I was hopeful just because he had the right connections. Maybe his pedigree is good. Like Maybe he can just pull through a miracle. I was keeping optimistic. Nope, didn't happen, and he's finally gone. Uh, who's Mark Lowry, by the way, the new coach there? That's a very good question that I don't have an answer for.
1: Okay. What we do know is that he's the fifth head coach in a right. franchise in for Jacksonville for in two years. Um, usually, it's, that's not good. That not, five coaches yeah. in two years. No, not so much. Not this so is, much.
0: This is one of those situations where I heard the news and I was like, "Yeah, that's right." Mark first is doing the right thing. Blah blah blah. And then I went online and everyone's like, "Oh my god, this guy is falling." And like, enough people are saying that, and now I'm starting to doubt myself. Yeah,
2: I mean, on one hand, you almost think that if you give Tony Miola or anybody more than six months to be able to figure things out maybe something good is going to happen but Uh that almost just seems to be an apology for how bad jacksonville have been i mean right it's it's been embarrassing to watch them in some of these games
1: it really has before this week they've scored what eight goals total and they scored four this week (laughs) so also tony miola's Goalkeeper should be a good goalkeeping coach. It took him a whole entire season to figure out not to start uh, Gallardo in goal. I, I seriously
0: think Miguel Gallardo has like nude pics of all the coaches across <laughs> the entire country, man. How that matters. How like, does he start? Yeah, like, what? Matter. how did it happen? Anyway, uh, I I love you, Miguel, if you're listening. You know, he, he listens. Miguel Gallardo is like a committed tough guy. Hi, Miguel. How's he, it going? Yeah, he calls in. It's, it's Please great. keep listening. We need yeah. you. You know, we, this is a tough cast tradition, though. Kyle's used, Kyle Schlintz used to hate on Miguel Gallardo, like, right from our first few episodes. So, cheers, tough class 3.0. It still keeps some of the traditions of old tough cast. Unlike MLS, we do respect uh, tradition here. Cheers um,
2: to that.
0: No cheers to Minnesota FC. God, I hate that. Okay, uh, so very bad. quickly. Um, there's been an update. Be um, there. Hashtag next stop. Ever. I mean, anyway, they handed out cards at the end of the game, telling uh, the weekend's game, Minnesota United game, telling folks to turn up at uh, what time? I don't know. So there's just going to be people where you know where the various. Yeah, St. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, St.
1: Paul. Just be in St. Paul. You'll you'll find it. Right. What, exactly.
0: Yeah. You just just follow your nose. Like you know, <laughs> if you can put your ear to the ground and like listen. Um, I mean,
2: the light rail does go to where it actually is going to happen. They have announced it's going to be at the Union Depot. But I don't think you can hear the vibrations on those tracks just (laughs) to follow everything down there. Uh,
1: Uh, My question about this is, is it next stop, MLS, or is it next Stop MLS. <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna like declare yes, yeah, war? MLS. I'm very concerned, but I, also I'll intrigued by this announcement. From now on, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna tweet
0: hashtag next hashtag stop MLS. Thank you. Because yeah, no uh, you know, as as uh, as people who uh, are sad enough to follow my opinions will will know, I tend to not be very happy with this whole thing. And I was thinking recently, like, what if Ziggy Wilf had actually got the MLS team? Then Minnesota United would still be in NESL. And then uh, I and like 12 other people would get to enjoy a <laughs> unrenamed team. It would be pure, uh, pure soccer. Whereas all the refraff would be off in uh, US Bank Stadium with 60,000 other people. I'd be the happier one there.
1: 60,000? You know? Maybe like 10,000 No, it No, it, it would exactly
0: be 60,000. Oh,
1: every, yeah, exactly. That'd According be like, to Ziddi's numbers, yeah, you're right. Sixty thousand each game. Uh huh.
0: But yeah, we are going MLS. It's been confirmed today. Also, we found out that MinnesotaFC.com is owned by Major League Soccer, so it's almost certain that that name is is going to be there. I'm I'm toying with the idea of doing a little video podcast where I sit in front of a camera and rant about this. So I don't do it here, and with that, I'm not going to do it here.
1: Minnesota FC holds the creativity that Philip Phillips' parents have. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Awful.
0: Exactly. It's it's. It's a, I'm also writing something. Anyway, I don't want to be all negative. now. You guys not, excited no about this, right?
2: I'm, I'm surprisingly excited. I think that as many questionable things happen in MLS, there is going to be a jump in the standard of play. There's going to be a jump in the interest. There's a lot of positive things that can come from being in the first
1: division wherever you are. All so. right, all right, all right. Shut it down. La, Shut la, it down. La, 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 la. Shut it down. I can't take this. Ah. Uh, I'm also excited for MLS, for the record. You sound so excited. <laughs> get out, both of you, now. Uh, no, I, uh, I. Yeah.
0: Anyway, uh, good. I'm glad. I'm really glad. I'm happy for you guys. I'm happy for my friends who wanted it for a long time. And and I will keep my opinions for another medium. However, something that we should start doing now because we we are gonna run out of time if we don't um, get to it right away. Let's start talking about matches that occurred. And this one kind of blew my mind because I actually didn't see this result until today, which, like, it occurred last Wednesday. Indy played Jacksonville and won the game 5-2. What? I, kn- I was surprised that Indy could score more than one goal
2: and have that <laughs> goal happen any time other than the 90th minute.
0: That was. I, I believe they have to pay a fine now that they did, that They scored before the 90th this minute.
1: This might be a record. They didn't score at all at any stoppage time for... the. No. In the first half or end of the game, the players the aren't goals, gonna get their
0: bonuses now.
1: Damn. I don't I don't feel sorry for them at all. No surprisingly. Damon's
0: they'll scored a the hat trick, man. That guy. Man. So many
2: I was stunned to watch that match and just see how many goals right within the you know, within five, ten yards of the goal that he was able to score. I mean, he's able to pick up all of these really garbage goals and I'm not knocking him for this it's it's actually a really good skill for a striker to have just be able to put away any sort of mistakes that your goalkeeper or the opposing goalkeeper is going to make and you know frankly in in this league there's a lot of mistakes that your backline or your goalkeeper will end up giving
1: yeah even Zion just shows that awareness to be in the right place at the right time and the fact that he scored another hat trick isn't luck at all, no matter how, where the goals came from. He just knows where to be, knows how to put the ball back in the net on either first time or half volley, and it's just impressive to watch.
2: Or off the post, off or the post. off of someone else trying to volley and missing it.
1: Hey, he
0: hasn't been able to like hip thrust into the goal like uh, Mr. America, Clint Dempsey, okay? <laughs> Wait until next week. Yeah. okay. By the way, week. I'm going to throw something to you guys. Iman Zayed, signing of the year. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would agree with that 100. percent Yeah,
1: I, I think so. Ben Spees for me would be a close second because of the impact he's had. If he wasn't, uh, if they didn't have an injury, because he impacted our team so much, and when he was gone during the spring season, mm-hmm. you could tell that he was gone and his influence wasn't there, and we just struggled. Right. But well, I mean, I'm, you've
2: still seen them struggle with J.C. Banks in the middle. But yeah,
0: right. I'm trying to think of other like big signings who have like come through this year, and I think Joe Cole is somebody who's had an impact, right? Yeah, the he's, ageless Joe Cole, yes.
2: <laughs> All of a sudden, he has become ageless despite being aged everywhere he's gone otherwise.
0: Speaking of something else uh, that, that uh, well, speaking of things that don't change, uh, Alasan Keda is still a idiot and managed to, uh, first, I think he like, did he twack Janaki in the head? Uh, and then something Janaki like twacked that. him back? Yeah. It kind well, of looked like
2: it. First off, he actually did get his first goal on the year. Let's give him a little that's bit. of us not. Oh, that's okay. not.
0: No, no. It's fine. <laughs> I he, mean, he, he was running past Janaki, and I I saw him twack Janaki, and then Janaki, like, slowed down and twacked him back, and then he went down, like, holding oh, like his head, it hurts so bad. Mom, come help, please. Like, was the red
2: card that he got for the twack on the head or for the terrible acting that he did afterwards?
0: Yeah, the, the ref was just like, come on, dude. You're never going to be a star like this. Uh... You know, and he just sent him off like method acting, dude. We we went over this. Where's your freaking Stanislavski? <laughs> uh, nice callback, though. Yeah, and and Jackie got sent off too. So too bad. Um, I think I think uh, Akita okay, is the new Julius Chips. Mister Red Card of the Yeah,
1: that sounds about right. I mean, we talked about this before we started recording, but we, he may have had the most red cards last year. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. If that was a, fat, a stat that came up, just go put I it would, on Wikipedia. But yeah, no, no one would dispute true. that probably. Exactly. I don't think I'm be like, no one's oh, yeah. going
2: to check his Wikipedia page in the first place.
0: <laughs> you should probably
1: check if he has one at first. <laughs> you go and check his visitors to the Wikipedia
0: page. It's like Akira, Akira. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, moving along, uh, the one Minnesota United result that o- the only game that Minnesota United played this entire yeah yeah page. the
2: yep, only yep. the only one in yeah. the entire week.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Uh, it was yeah, a one-one yeah, yeah. draw with Puerto Rico FC where. Um, Despite the fact that there were 66,000 people across town watching uh, two European teams, which, by the way, both finished like 10th and 15th in their leagues. But that's
1: not the point. It's a big clash if you're you're watching European soccer like five years ago. It's a pretty big game. (laughs) But otherwise, it's like basically the equivalent of the Sounders right now playing... Some team from Colombia that hasn't right. won in years. I can't, I don't know if about put I mean, I mean, football and name a team,
0: but see, it's like it's like India. Like when I lived in India, all the TV shows used to be like four seasons behind that the they were. That's how <laughs> yeah. it is. Like the European leagues in America or Minnesota are shown like four four years behind. So people like, Chelsea, they just won under Mourinho. He was just signed as their coach. And anyway, in other words, Steve Carell is still on The Office. Right. Yep, exactly. And hilarious. have fun
1: five years from now when Leicester City, who's now in the championship, is playing against the team in, at US Bank Stadium. Mm-hmm. Pretty much,
0: man. Pretty much. Um, Hector Ramos, by the way, keeps scoring for Puerto Rico. So that dude is, uh, Mr. Puerto Rico is doing pretty well. Uh, you know what, guys? We've got another Minnesota United game to talk about later. So why don't we just <laughs> No, we don't. No,
2: no, we don't have another Minnesota United game. What are you talking about? <laughs> it didn't happen. It didn't happen.
0: Let's let's go to the, the, the <laughs> this. Okay, let's just take a break right here and we'll be right back with more tough gusts. It's to Tough Cuts 3.0 with Notch, Colin, and Caleb. Hi. With the a Colin with one L and a
1: Caleb with a K. Yes. yes.
2: Both of us are misspelling our names. It's fantastic.
1: We're the kids who never had our names on like little tourist trinkets. I
2: found one of those like license plate things when I was 19 years old. It was the first time and it was the happiest moment in my life. I had a very deprived okay. childhood. I'm just going to say,
0: at 30, I still haven't found a Nazi kid <laughs> anywhere, okay, at any freaking gas station anywhere in the US. I did so... the preach of to the choir here, but. Yeah. Uh, so, but that's why we're all here, because yes. we get along. We have
1: such shared values. We're the outcasts. We always spell <laughs> our names at the bank. Exactly. Yes.
0: So, uh,. This weekend's games, let's get to those. Jacksonville Armada. The new little Jacksonville Armada. Or, did they still have Tony Miola? They still had Tony Miola. He was still on the side. They were oh, still just, The old look Jacksonville Armada of lameness uh, played <laughs> Carolina Hawks and tied the game 2-2. Uh, and by the way, their attendance seems to be falling away, which is kind of concerning. 3, yeah, 3,600 this week. But
1: not surprising, given their recent results. Exactly. you got
0: to inspire supporters just a little bit with something. you got to give them a bone every now and then.
1: You know? Right. Um, they Elondu scored two goals. By the way, in this game, his first goal, I had to watch it a few times to understand what he did. Looks like he just kind of threw a foot up there, but that's a great finish. Yeah, from, the, the first from time Long I here.
2: thought it was an accident. The second time I thought it was a little bit of luck going in. The third time, that's where he started to really appreciate what
0: happened. Mm-hmm. He he, it, the, the ball comes in from the side of the goal. And he just kind of, like, throws his foot, like, I think behind him up or something. Thereabouts, yeah. 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 And and it kind of hits his foot and goes in the goal. What you guys didn't see was the 99 other times that he's just, like, standing right in that one spot. No matter where the ball was coming from, (laughs) he just did that one move.
1: Just going straight over the crossbar. Not even close to the goalkeeper. Not move. even touching the
2: ball in the first place.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do the club scene from Knocked Up where they're like, dude, that's his only move, man. That's the only move he
0: has. That's that's
1: a Alonso, <laughs> man. That's the only way he scores. But when he connects, <laughs> and connects well, it's a... That's fantastic finish. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Matt Fondy
0: scored against his old team. Gee, oh, good really? old Matty boy. Didn't I see
1: it. the re. Did he celebrate after he scored? Or <laughs> is he is hard
0: questions? You're on tough, Gus. Yes. him. Cool down, relax, man. If Matt Fondy celebrated, he's dead. To- oh, okay. I don't mean, care. <laughs> <laughs> get
2: that hot take pancake off the griddle, man. There's <laughs> like
0: one guy in section nine oh four. who's like, paying attention. Come on, man. Don't do it, dude. dude, dude. <laughs> we loved you for the months that you were here
1: for the listeners i just flipped the table and everything was on so oh, there you go frustration of matt fondi celebrating
0: bravo sir and <laughs> uh, speaking of which omar bravo finally opened his was, it, was his opening his account i think it was his first yeah program. i think so yeah, yeah. Scroll. yeah. Yes. NASL, so good for him um the lose is on fire the lose is on fire got sent off for two yellows too bad not good not good not good yeah and
2: honestly once he got sent off really there was nothing left in the game um they just kind of sat back. You would think that maybe they'd try Jacksonville to you know get an actual win, but no, no, no. not so
0: much. So I was uh, I missed the Minnesota United game because I was moving about a little more than a ton of rock with a few friends of mine. Thank you, Rich, Brad, and David for helping me out. Uh, and I was so tired that I went to eat tacos. Okay. And I'm sitting there eating tacos being like, this is the happiest moment of my life. I see all these tweets from you guys rolling like, we're really upset. This game sucks. I'm like, tacos, so happy. And then on the, uh, the other thing I'm seeing, like, on my feed is the Indy versus Ottawa updates, okay? And it's like, the game's nil-nil. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. And then, like, at the end, it's like, prepare for the smoke. Like, right as I finished my last taco. This didn't ruin my last taco, thankfully. And I was like, yep, Indy just scored in stoppage time. Of course they it's- did. Again. Far from the
1: course. I mean, they always sm- score in stoppage time. This time it was Don Smart from Dylan Mares who... I rate pretty highly. I rate Jonas yeah. pretty highly. I don't know why he doesn't always start, but he had a good game today. Dolph Smart Saturday. seems
0: to be doing better this year, too.
1: Yeah, he's he's definitely... He's probably on my
2: improved eleven, but but yeah, it, it was a decent enough finish for him. Just kind of one of those things where desperately, when you need a goal, they were able to find it. Mm-hmm. You definitely saw them over the last 10 minutes of the match that they just shelled, shelled, Ottawa, and you know, Pierson had a decent game. You know, Mm -hmm. was able to you know do the saves when he needed to, but you can't stand up to nine or ten chances in five minutes. It's just it doesn't happen. No matter how many baguettes you eat, though.
0: (laughs) That's where he's going to go. He's sitting at the Puerto Rican cafe right now. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I would... Um, I, I, <laughs> more uh, I, I, I'll more. I just say this. You know, if, if it's not us, I hope Indy takes the soccer ball this year. Anyway, moving along. Uh, Puerto Rico FC versus FC Edmonton. Uh, battle of the FCs. Uh,
1: suffix versus prefix. So Arthur Blank watched this game and he was so confused what was going on. <laughs> FC versus <laughs> FC. Yeah. FC, FC, what's happening? <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, for those not Arthur Blank, they didn't notice that the game ended nil to one
1: to FC Edmonton. Or should I say nil to one. <laughs> one The Puerto Rico announcer is my new favorite announcer. He's not good. He's not bad. He's just annoying. But every time he says or should I say, you have to drink and it's the game is so much more fun.
2: Somebody should come up with like a bingo card of words that have A in them. Like a long A that he will go for like seven <laughs> or eight seconds.
0: Oh, yeah. Everything. Even if it's like, we just saved the ball. You know, it's just like, dude, save that for the goals, man. It's more precious when you save it. And he was so
1: waiting for that Puerto Rico goal to just let loose. Just wasn't able to, able nope. to during that game. Van Ockel has
0: some spectacular saves, though, including
1: one game. that's nominated for play of the week, which I don't sure. think was his best save of the game. Uh, Cristiano Diaz, former loon hit a free kick uh, low to Van O'Kle's left side, and he got down pretty well and pounded it for a corner, mm-hmm. which was a very good very good free kick from Cristiano, but also a really good save yeah. from Van O'Kle. And the one up for play of the week, it was impressive, but I think the, the free kick one is better.
0: Tommy me, Amiobi mean, scored the winner here, and I should say Manucle's having a good season. But is, yes, yeah. moving on to some news for FC I Edmunds, mean, they signed three guys. Three
2: guys, yes.
0: Um,
2: first off, they signed Ben Fisk. He's a 23-year-old winger from Canada. He's represented the Canadian men's national team at all youth levels,
0: every single one of them, and didn't make it into the senior team. Yeah, I think that says yeah. more to
2: we'll me than like, somewhere.
0: You know, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, he joined from the B squad for Deportivo La Coruña in Spain after he spent a good amount of time in the academy for the Vancouver Whitecaps.
0: Yeah, the the Vancouver Whitecaps to Deportivo La Coruña pipeline. Uh, you, you know, the, the yes. one. Yeah. Yes, well, of course, yes. the, the famous one. Yeah, the yeah, famous, fast yeah. Pelé, Pelé went down that line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure, so. sure, sure.
2: yeah. Uh, so, Speaking of Portuguese mm-hmm. names, uh, Pedro Galvo also came into FC Edmonton, uh 27-year-old attacking midfielder. has been kicking it around in the second division in Portugal.
0: Also where Pelé got his start, yes. I hear. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I to make some great signings. Messi, I hear, was like almost signed to the Portuguese second division. And then, like, you know.
1: Speaking of leagues in South America, <laughs> Nicholas DiBiase, uh, 27-year-old uh, midfielder, left midfielder, from as a, a Juniors youth product, uh, played in the lower leagues in Spain. I believe it was the third division over there in Spain. And, and in Italy, before hooking up. With Club Blooming in Bolivia, that's in a In the first division, game. in club- I'm in I'm already
2: a fan of Club Blooming being from Bloomington, Minnesota. Yeah, that
0: yeah. that's what happened. The, the few Bolivian dudes came here, and they were like, "This Bloomington, it is wonderful." But they couldn't like seal the name entirely, so they we will just call it Club Blooming. The ton is assumed. You know, so. their crest is the Mall of America.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's great. Yeah. Uh, so three guys. Uh, good, good stuff. Uh, Tampa Bay played Fort Lauderdale in the derby that got two thousand viewers on BN. Boo.
2: And uh, five thousand viewers in person, which not so, bad. Well, it, if, if 4, it were okay. if yeah. it were actually uh Fort Lauderdale, it would be about one thousand. Right. Yeah. Because they cannot tell a lie. No. They no, they, <laughs> they really can't. 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 Yeah. can't. No.
0: Nope, nope. seats. Uh, so to, <laughs> by the way, I felt so bad about that sketch. <laughs> Just had him like. <laughs> um, this game ended two one. Uh, Tampa Bay beat Fort Lauderdale two one. And yeah. uh,
2: do yourself a favor: do not watch the first half of this game because really all that happened was some shots over the bar, a handball for a card, and a bad tackle for a card.
0: That's okay. it. Yeah. that's it. Keith Savage's goal is pretty awesome though. His hundred match already, and I think it's
1: like second goal or something like that. Just like the NAS- NASL script writers wrote it down. Uh-huh. Keith Savage hundred appearance. Gonna score a goal off the crossbar. It's all rigged, and man. it was his birthday. Yeah, and he found five bucks after the game on the floor, guys.
0: Jeez, like Trump says, it's all rigged, guys. It's it, all it everything is, is rigged. rigged. Don't believe anything. Don't believe anything. Don't be Mulder. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So, so by the way, Tampa Bay finally, after weeks of speculation, signed Hal Nine Thousand, the uh, personal computer. He's singing Daisy right now in Al Lang Stadium. Uh, PC, PC, my favorite player in the NASL, as I've said many times, is now a Rowdy. Yeah, it, it took about two weeks
2: of is he moving, is he not moving. It turns out he was finally sold from Fort Lauderdale once the Apple Store agreed some financing for Amari. There we go. Yeah, of course. It, it took them. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't imagine why they didn't get yeah. the credit approval. So, but... so,
0: so, so, like the Fort Lauderdale striker guy was at the desk talking to like the Apple Genius, being like, "Dude, look, like this dent on the side was here when I bought it, man. Come on, <laughs> like it's 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 okay, guys. No, I that I did not replace the motherboard. That's the original. The seal is totally original, guys. And he negotiated it down, and he got the money back. So. Yeah. And then finally, when they were trying to buy
2: Amari, he had to say, yeah, I, I've got the money. It's just going to take 96 hours.
0: I hope they bought the uh, extended warranty, by the way, for Amari. Because no, he's no, no, 36. Yeah. They're going to need it. They're yeah. definitely going to need he's, it. He's 36.
2: Like that, the Apple care on him is going to wear out once the power
0: cord just like, <laughs> completely falls apart. <laughs> And, you know, Apple doesn't allow that. It will be funny, though, that in the middle of the game, Amauri goes down and Apple Genius comes on the field with a little, like, white thing that they hang around their neck and it's not the and trainer. Tra- Come back in two hours, <laughs> he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so that, That'll be, like, $80,000. No, they did sign this guy, 36-year-old Italian slash Brazilian striker named Amauri. He's played for, basically, like, the who's who of Serie A. Uh, last game came... I believe in 2015. 2015, right, yes. yes. And he's not had like a good scoring season in a few years, which is not the best for a striker. But uh, like literally a striker, not a Fort Lauderdale striker. But uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I okay. mean, he's played for Juve and the Italian national team. Yeah, one cap for the
2: Italian national team in 2010. He was kind of seen as someone that might become a full timer for them. It, it didn't really materialize. He was already 30, 31 at that point. The Italian um,
1: Freddie Adou. Yes. Basically. One cap, we should say zero goals. So Okay. I mean... But that cap, man, that yeah, was a hell of yeah. a cap. Yeah. Was, he represented so his country was, very proudly. I mean, yep. kind of his country. Yeah. yeah. We're in Brazil, obviously. It's so. not yeah. the goals that
0: count, guys. Come on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving along uh, to the game that didn't happen. Uh, Minnesota United played Miami FC. Uh, and this game ended... I, <laughs> oh, I did like a spin take when I like of my taco when I saw the score. Because I hadn't been following it all. and got to the the place in, like, the 30th minute. So I'm like, all right, I'll just start following the games. And then it was, like, internet connectivity problem, so it wasn't loading. And then 10 minutes later, it finally, like, loaded. And it was like, what the? Why You know That's
1: how, the, how the... statement. There are about in that as game. many... Why don't
2: we keep talking about those tacos? Like, what was the I was going to say, actually.
1: Was it
0: carne asada? i actually like al-pasto. Al-pasto is my favorite. lengua close second. Ah, lengua. So we're done with nobody does good. Tacos. I was gonna say though, there were as many goals that Miami had scored in the first 25 minutes of this game as I had tacos on my plate. That's not a good statement. That's not a good thing. It's never a good thing. Yeah. So first goal. What what do we need to say about this game? Go ahead. uh,
2: Yeah. that's, That's that's what you need to say.
0: I mean okay I didn't I haven't watched it cuz I'm not going to go back and watch a game that everybody I know is hating on. But what I have read is that our defense was atrocious.
2: Yeah, so the second and third goals were basically repeats of each other where somebody from Miami, the first time it was Martinez, second time Poku. Uh, basically, Poku. yeah, Poku. They they just ran through the space between the center back and the right back. Calvano just looked completely gassed. I couldn't tell if it was age or if it was the fact that he's been playing every single minute for the loons. But you can't let guys pass you so easily, particularly when you have a goalkeeper that is going to run off his line and be unable to actually catch up to the ball.
1: Yeah. uh, I think it was Poto's goal. There was a split second where the ball was right in front of Calvano and it was just like, just reach your leg out but you're just are so tired and he can't. was too busy
2: being mad about the fact that he was letting in another goal to stop letting <laughs> in another goal it, it yeah. was it was brutal and the first goal do we need to say who scored it um, yeah.
1: public enemy number one scored it yeah all on all, North, all our jerseys the northern, northern North irish who scored
0: it
2: yeah I mean, he taunted us on
0: Twitter afterwards too. It was pretty great. Yeah. yeah.
2: He, it, to be fair, it, it is good to know that all that Johnny Steele needed to do to be successful in NASL was purchase a razor. <laughs> <laughs> and Wes, uh... Wes
1: Berdine had a great tweet about this. He's the only one, I think, from any Minnesota fan that actually got a punch in on Johnny Steele after the game. But his tweet was, and I'm paraphrasing: "Congratulations, Johnny Steele, on your first game playing hard in Minnesota." Yeah, and pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: we gotta so we gotta say
1: um, we miss Sammy. He he needed
0: to be back. Stuart Seuss is is an okay goalie, but Sammy, it, all his problems is better, and uh, he needs to come back. The other thing is that Pino got hurt, and it's a minor injury from from the looks of things. Um, we d-
1: we don't know what's gonna happen to him. Damien Lowe is listed as day to day. Uh, Pino got stretchered off and looked a lot more serious than now the team is announcing, so I'm happy with that. If there's any silver lining in this mm-hmm. game is that Pino isn't as injured as we thought he was during the game.
0: Yep. Uh, Armada, um, by the way, I, I made a mistake and uh, signed, uh, well, they released Sebastian Evers and Miami FC signed him. So Yeah, pretty, is- much,
2: pretty much right away. There was some question as to why Jacksonville was letting go of him in the first place. Turned out that he got a deal from Miami and was able to slot into to that role. I mean, he had one start in the spring, suffered a shoulder injury, didn't mm-hmm. really get a chance to get back out onto the field. They're pretty much just bringing him in as a third keeper, it seems like. But gotcha. you know, more depth for a team that's willing to shell out for... Yeah, put out the cash.
1: Miami has been spending the money, and this is no surprise that they signed another person. Although I am surprised day, that it, it. seems like they do.
2: I'm surprised that it didn't involve a $200,000 transfer fee. <laughs>
0: okay. Probably so did. Okay. We just don't know about it. Uh, they, they did also sign Miami. Did a guy named Vincenzo Ranea? Rane, Ranella? I don't know.
1: I think Bro, Ranella. Yeah, uh, I was going to say Ranea. So, I mean, we still don't know. 27 year old Italian scissors, forward. It. Um, he's on seems, a one and a half year loan? Yeah. The if it's a loan or if it's
2: a permanent. It, who knows, but um, came in from Real Valladolid, uh, not Rayo Vallecano, as Arthur Blank would say. <laughs> um, but he, he kind of bounced around through the youth levels in uh, Genoa, in Italy, as well as some different Swiss teams. Um, ended up playing for Real Betis. Um, again, kept on bouncing back and forth with Betis and Valladolid. Who knows, but... Um, he just enjoyed
0: the drive between the two cities.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah the boss drive. Um, but yeah. So this past season, fourteen matches, three goals. Um, he was actually a little more solid for Betis in uh, the 2015 season. Uh, pretty much a day in, day out squad member, if not starter. Um, so it's it's a good pickup for them. I mean, you know, that's the sort of age we want to be bringing in players from Europe, even if they're you know second tier Mm -hmm. guys. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's It's better than what. Every MLS t- team is doing and signing the 35-year-old washed-up player Ashley Cole, like <laughs> Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard, who took a year to start starter game for NYCFC, but this is a positive move for NASL. Yeah, and yeah. Well, let's move on to, to the final game and just
0: do this one really quickly because we are running out of time. New York Cosmos at Oklahoma City, Rio, one-one uh, was the end score in front of a huge crowd of 2,871 what the fuck is going on with the tenants at the Cosmos
1: I
2: I don't know how they can sustain any sort of business model so long as they're Pele that's how they're Pele it's, it's all Subway Pele based. They, they get a cut yeah.
1: I think they get a cut just Pele Literally. Pele marketing all Literally. that
2: but yeah so start out with a 4th minute goal from the bag of bones and meet himself
0: Georgia Samaras assist from Billy Forbes man there you go I, I want Forbes and MLS with us. I don't know if he'd even do well, but I just... I, he's one of those guys I'm sentimental about. He's just... I, I like him. so when He's yes, so fast supporter. down the wing. Uh,
1: but anyway, uh, they, they managed... The, the the Cosmos got a penalty in 39 minutes? They did get a penalty, and it's hard to tell when watching the game where the box is, because they play on a volleyball court on a basketball court, so it's really confusing uh-huh. where the lines are. But yeah, it's... A couple times to watch to... Realized, yeah, it was a penalty, clear cut, uh, lucky, got just hidden down in the bots. Uh, Adam Moffat
2: scored it right there, and that was the that end was of that, the highlight package.
1: A, a few chances either way that just either went over the bar or went wide. All right. But nothing really too important to note in the second half. Well,
0: there's a, there's a great article on This Is Cosmos Country right now about the Cosmos deal with uh, One World Sports and how it might not be working for them really well anymore. So uh, go check that out from our friends at that podcast. Uh, well worth the read with a few quotes from, uh, from One World Sports themselves and a few other people. Uh, essentially, th- they argued that it's time for the Cosmos to move on from OWS and that the deal has served its time. By the way, uh, did you guys notice that I think it's the Rowdy's versus Cosmos is going to be licensed to AOL? From One World Sports.
1: Yeah, it's great. The channel that no one gets to the internet service that no one has anymore.
0: Right. Can you even stream a game on dial up? Uh, <laughs> do you need a CD from AOL? <laughs> <laughs> on, You've got mail. Okay, Meg Ryan, what did you say it today? By the way, <laughs> did you know that's my
1: favorite movie? No, I didn't. I just met you on Monday, so just, <laughs> Hey, we've we talked about the a game like before. Did, yeah. One time. Yeah. Uh we not talk about favorite movies though. I mean, okay, okay. So
0: here's the here's a fact about me. I have watched You've Got Mail eleven to twenty times. At least, okay. if not more. I can quote that movie from start to finish. And this will be
2: my last podcast. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Meg Give Ryan. Colin, is an American
0: treasure, guys. <laughs> American treasure. Tom Hanks is even better. By the way, Tom Hanks has now had a had three movies where he's been a captain. Religion. Captain
1: Phillips, the Sully one. Yeah, and the then, then
0: uh, I think Saving Private Ryan. He was oh, yeah. 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 The best so. one. <laughs> exactly.
2: Actually, what rank was he in Apollo 13?
0: Oh, no, that was the one. Sorry, Saving Private. Yeah, line. he was, yeah. Okay. He was uh, three, three actual captains of ships. He's now been in the uh, spaceship, <laughs> yes. a ship, and... Uh, An airplane. Yeah. I should really stop typecasting him like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Next, <laughs> he's going to be playing Aaron Pitchkolan. <laughs> That's the United that movie when we come back and win the soccer bowl yeah it'd be great yeah. Yeah. Oh, it about as fast dude.
0: hey so so really quickly this is gonna be like two seconds I just wanna go over the table with you guys um, before we get to predictions for next week it's uh, I'm looking at the fall table right now for NASL and Indy 11's at the top FC Edmonton second
1: Uh,
0: that's that's crazy with a game in hand too yeah.
1: with a the game in hand they're playing us this weekend like oh, this God. game's not gonna be easy I think a lot of fans are charging this up one as a win since we destroy them not destroy them but beat them during spring season at Edmonton but this is not going to be an easy game no. we know the secrets of Matt Van yeah. <laughs> Uh
0: yeah we'll see what happens man but this is I mean this is crazy FC Edmonton I don't think is a team that has a huge wage bill and to see them doing so well is is pretty impressive so that says a lot and I'll just put this out there by the way it at some point some serious questions are going to have to be asked how a player who for three years was one of the best players in the NASL at FC Edmonton, came to Minnesota and just tanked. Um, there's been a lot of people pinning the blame on him. But I think if he was the problem, he wouldn't have done well in FC Edmonton. So something, right. some questions need to be asked about what's what's gone on. And I don't know anyone who's really dug deep on that one. Because this is a big story.
1: It, it's all speculation at this point. We don't know really know right. Lance's relationship with Carl or the co- coaching staff. But he never had any problems at Edmonton. And he was uh, an ESL uh, team best 11. best 11 last year. And I read him; I still rate him highly. Right. I don't think he's been given that chance. And to see uh, Joel kind of jump him in the pecking order, which is great to see as a Minnesota fan. right? But you still want to see that big signing come through. I, yeah, I will say
2: that... He did play a little bit more as somebody that would move in from the outside, whereas Minnesota United have definitely looked more towards just clearing and crossing balls in from the wing. Mm-hmm. So you know, it might just be that he's playing something that's completely outside of his his standard play. But yeah. either that's an issue of him not being utilized correctly, or it's an issue of. Him not being able to adapt or all of the above.
0: I think I think at some point someone needs to get his side of the story and, yeah. and write a very comprehensive piece on what the hell happened here. Because this is like this is the first big signing of this year and, and it's he's completely crapped out, but and his old team is now doing pretty great. So um, Cosmos are in third, Rio OKC hanging on in fourth. That's incredible. <laughs> um, two games in hand, Miami is in fifth. Oh my god. Would they win both of those games? They will be at um, at uh 17 points and in first place that's incredible uh and and minnesota united in sixth with uh, only one game in hand on indy that's uh that's yeah, pretty crazy. there's yeah. still uh,
1: there are still 15 games left
0: right there are so so we'll see what happens this is this is the top six um we don't really need to go below that right now in the combined table all i'll say is minnesota united is in fourth place Uh, At 27 points with a game in hand. First place is at 34 points with 18 games played. And we have... um, The Rowdies have played the same amount of games as us and are 24. And Ryo KC has played one more game and is a 25. And they're both 5th and 6th. So, I playoff right now requires us to play hard from this point forward. If we screw up and they don't, we're in trouble. It
2: it doesn't help that there's so many injuries for united right now if they can feel the fit 11 <laughs> yeah, that's great. more of a question mark than if they can end up winning games because it's going to be just too much of a slog for them i feel
0: okay so, guys where can they find you on twitter you can
2: find me at the attachment
1: you can find me at km olson 716 what's the 716 for that's my birthday oh cool yeah 516th. happy belated birthday thank you yeah. you too oh nice. That wasn't the right thing I should have said. You I should have too. said
0: happy birthday to. There you okay, go. Thank you. Uh, you can find me at Lockstock Spock, also at TWO United fans. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, iTunes. Uh, please stop throwing bricks through the window to get it though, as you as I used to tell you guys to do before, because now I actually own this house. So um, <laughs> I'd have to replace this window. So no. But carrier pigeons still acceptable with the USB sticks. All right, everybody. Have a great rest of your week. We will be back next week. Bye-bye.